welcome to the Holy Interest. Hmm. Uh, that is the name that I claim. But I claim many names. Uh, my other name is Pookie. Uh, the given name, the birth name is Stephanie Rachel Gutenplan. And uh, I am currently based in Southwest Colorado. And uh, I'm coming to introduce the idea of being a holy culturist. In this, I'm also inviting you to claim it. You know, I grabbed the shaft and I went to the top of a mountain and I've screamed it from the rooftops. And I'm asking you to do the same. And before I present any idea of what this podcast actually is, I am going to uh, roll out the red carpet. And I roll it out by actually grounding in. We gotta like prepare the ground to then put the red carpet on, the distinction on, right? So um, if you wish to join me, join me. If you don't, don't. If you wanna do it your own way, amazing. And I ask that you don't judge whatever way I am doing right now. If you are able, let your eyes go uh, closed completely. At least have them be downcast. Let any screens, any distractions, any people, places, or things just fade away. And breathe. Let your breath start to ignite your senses. Notice what it smells like. What your skin feels like today. Hmm. Let yourself relax. Let your chest open. Whatever body adjustments you need to make. I know for me, it's my spine, shoulders. Oof. Ah. I invite in the elders, the gods, the guides, the goddesses, the heavens and the hells, those who have left too soon, the angel of death, the gatekeepers of wisdom, I ask my own blame, shame, and guilt in shadow to be placed on the ground to let my voice and my channel be one of integrity and purity. Let the message come from love. Let it come from purity. Let my experience guide but not taint the wisdom that is here to be guide and to here to be found. Whew, yummy. If you can, inhale deeply, do it. You should anyways. Hold at the top, bless your breath with whatever you're grateful for. And release. Okay. Hi. Cookie here, the Holy Culturist. And the idea I bring forth on this podcast is one where I am actually embodying the gatherer. 
I am the MC. I will use my channel as a guide and I will also ask other channels to come and connect in. When I refer to his channel, I refer to his intuition. And intuition, I know we're all sitting here trying to listen more deeply to our intuition, to trust it, to hear it, to not have our own shit, if you will. <laughs> totally skew it and shift it on its head so we're in the upside down world where we're just, you know, scared and listening from fear um, because that can just make things wicked. So in that, I'm asking that every distinction, every idea, everything that we place on this red carpet, and my red carpet is not red. Hmm, it's like a moss. There's wood. Ooh, and the wood has like a really good stain on it. And there are pillows. There's a fire nearby here, River. And the actual place where you put this thing in is like, there's a, it's not really a stage, but more like a bowl, an earthy bowl that can hold this idea holy. When I say holy, I mean whole and holy. And uh, as far as spirituality goes, I invite everyone of every spirituality, even lack of spirituality, to listen, see what's here for you. I am quite, uh, I mean, this lifetime I, uh, I, I've claimed spiritual warrior, so I'm here to navigate the spiritual world. So it will be definitely be part of my tongue, if you will. And also, um, when I say holy, um, it can uh, be a triggering point. I know I have resistance to it in my tongue. Um, born and raised a Jew. Um, it has this, can have a thing to it. That's for another day. That's a good holy topic, huh? Organized religion? Mm. If anyone wants to talk about that, I would love to get a wisdom seeker, wisdom keeper, wisdom gatekeeper, you know, all of those things. Um, medicine man or woman in that world. Anyway, so I am here to propose ideas and then um, I'm going to model the first one and then there's going to be a grandiose invitation um, to have you be on this conversation with me. Um, if you don't know who I am and what I'm up to, uh, PookieTeaches.com is a great website. PookieArt.com is my art website for more of the just art portfolio. Um, you also can find me at the Holy School, a school that is a virtual um, community uh, that I birthed. And I'm gathering the facilitators and the founders to uh, create the context and raise this baby and tribe. And it's literally uh, the study of the wholeness of humanity. So um, if you are intrigued and want to join in this conversation, you can find me at PookiePooki underscore on Instagram. I feel like that's the easiest way. Or hello at PookieArt.com. So um, for today's topic, you know, I had this whole script and I've already, already recorded a podcast, but so much has happened and I feel like I've grown so much and it's time to birth this right now. And so I'm actually going to let go of the previous topic, which is, which is intimacy.
Wow, it doesn't stay attached at all. It's not supposed to be the topic at all. It's beautiful. <laughs> I think I'm just going to talk about wholeness. <laughs> Let's just get to the root. Start with the first word. If we were to break apart, holy culturist, Latin, you know. Just expand it to English tongue for now. So wholeness. Um, so being the holy culturist, I would normally have someone on here who also um, is a wisdom seeker and keeper in that arena of life uh, to just riff with me. And the idea of this is really to see the whole picture without lingo, without making everything seem easy, and without only showing the light and the dark. Because everything that we talk about is connected to another thing, meaning that we must be connected. <laughs> so the wholeness really comes into how can I be whole, not give away my power, not be passive, not take someone else's power away. Be whole, perfect, and complete, and be connected to someone else. When we are flawed, we are human, we are erred. We are in an experience of trying to navigate through an obstacle course where in the end we all die. <laughs> we are in the game of survival where we seek abundance and presence. It's where we find our God or gods or a lack of God. It's where we find our faith and our hope. It's where we actually allow ourselves to dream or not to dream. Our wholeness is like not only our capabilities and our abilities, but how far we are willing to give and receive. And wholeness also includes our wounds and our trauma and our reactions and our disorders, which is a whole other rant that we have labeled disorders just being where we need to grow or where we lack or we where we are wired differently or how we don't fit into the mainstream society or how we don't learn in the same way or express or see or able to digest in the same way as others. In the same breath, we have the same issues expressing. <laughs> and so wholeness also includes the deep destruction that exists on this planet. Just taking a moment to honor all of the destruction happening on this planet. It looks like missiles going into buildings. It looks like shootings in schools. It looks like addictions, abuse, oppression, loneliness, abandonment, worthlessness impossibility and at the root of it all is fear yeah. 
I do this thing often. I'm a, <clears throat> I have a lot of, I'm sure my story will reveal itself because <laughs> I do this, but um, when I coach people and they're stuck on something, I think that there's like similar vibrations of things that are in the light and in the dark. And I, and I put it on a coin and right now it doesn't feel like a coin metaphor, but rather, uh, maybe it's a plane or where we're standing. Let's just make it something we can use. I currently ran away from my life in a deep reaction to go deep into the forest, <laughs> not knowing what I was going to do, but have a whole car packed, have photographed, have cried, have calmed myself down. When I left my home, the ground I was walking on felt like needles. My anxiety and my uh, rage <laughs> from not feeling heard, listened to, uh, and met, which I think is a deep wound that we all are trying to navigate and I don't think we ever really fully get succeeded or we'd never get met in that expectation <laughs> but it felt like my world was on fire and the ground I actually walked on I was walking on it pissed angry livid victim handing weight like power was just stomping off of me And after I moved and shed and I climbed up this mountain in my car and I cried and I screamed and I did all of these things to just like shake it off yet hold the same vibration because that vibration is vital. That is the point in which I can turn it into fire. It turned into the fact that I am actually recording this podcast right now. And I think I'm being more honest and more real because I'm coming out of a fucking dark place. And so if I were to flip the ground over, if I were to actually sink so deeply in my skin that the ground transforms and I sink in, sink into it, let, let the airy shit hold all of my shit <laughs> let 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 the uh the quick stomps the uh you know when you see people moving really rushed and it looks like they're not in their body it's because they're not and when in reaction there is no in body so instead of flipping the coin it's just a sinking into body instead of thinking i have to let go of rage the other side, or the sinking in, I should say, this distinction is just coming at my tongue for the first time, which is great. <laughs> the sinking in of my spine when I'm actually connected to my roots, then it actually becomes passion for me. And I think when we're able to navigate that within ourselves, the wholeness, we must react. We must rage out. I, I must do some ridiculous things 
that I've done. <laughs> to make a point, I literally will tear shit apart. <laughs> and people look at me and they're like, oh, you're small, little girl. Yeah, right. I will, I will lift a car. <laughs> And I coach the same thing. You know, when we're passionate about something, we will lift a car off a baby. When I am passionate about something, I will go completely insane and I will not give a fuck what I look like, how I affect you. I will become this penetrating, fiery, electrifying, you better watch out monster because it's the other side of my path. It's like me being irresponsible with my energy. And that happens when I am deeply triggered and I must do that to learn and come back. If we are not constantly breaking down, if we are not constantly like, and I shouldn't say constantly, you know, it's not like, Oh, go, 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 go. But if it's not like we are transforming over and over and over again, deeply, not like we don't come up for air and we don't rest. It's something I get to learn. <laughs> but hey, I'm here to produce all of the things for you. And in every single hard moment, my most precious projects come to life. And I feel like this being one of them, my podcast. It's been a tarot deck. It's been books that have been self-published. It's the fact that I went back to school and claimed a classroom in a high school um, I start in August. I am super excited. Um, I'm going to have a dark room and a class. I'm going to have like a patio with also, I'm so grateful. And I would have never said yes to going back into school if the pandemic did not happen. And I think that I don't, I don't think I have to say much about the hardness of um, when it, what a pandemic does to someone deeply connected to tribe and serving and being a healer. When connection is lost. And I did the best that I could. And I can say with complete neutrality, I am not proud of my reactions. I'm not. They were triggered by someone else's reactions. And I speak full responsibility. Like, I, you know, like I, uh, uh, my biggest medicine man happens to have uh, the wedding band that matches mine. <laughs> I'm actually going to take it off and read it. My love. Home, our house. And he's my medicine man, and he triggers me deeply. And I think we break each other open. I will just refer to him as Dave. <laughs> and I just uh, had a very hard, um, I guess it's 24 hours now, hard 24 hours with faith and the thing about love and to be in the wholeness of love wow fear just hit me hard 
But it's the most breaking and the most healing experience that has been granted to us as humans. And the reason why we have these worlds of spirituality is so that we can not give up on this deep desire for love. I almost gave up on it. I had um, a very hard experience that um, I don't think necessarily needs to be articulated on here. But one of those moments that I thought I was going to build a moat around my heart. Lock up the key. <laughs> Swallow it. Uh, and say it's not for me. At least the intimate romantic love. And and just be serving and just serve and just be filled by it. And I was going to do that. And then I met my beloved. He was going through that same experience. <clears throat> and so uh, in meeting in that place, there's a meaning in the brokenness. And the amount of healing we've done together is beautiful. And the amount of breaking we've done together is disastrous. Yet I can claim it beautiful too. So when I say holy culturist, what I'm saying is whole and holy, that everything has a light and a dark. There is a shadow in between. There is a place it must meet, and we must meet it there. We must gather the light and the dark. We can't avoid it. We must gather everything in between. We must know ourselves deeply. We must be able to weave out I should say weed out, not weave. Weed out shame, blame, and guilt. To find what is actually there. And the thing that I am in most question of, and I think it's why it's called the holy culturist and why I'm here to talk about the holy part, is because I don't, you know, when knowing, okay, cool, I know all the things, I neutralized everything, now I got some requests, right, I'm going to go make a clearing, so I'm going to go make an amends, I'm going to go be with that person and clean my side of the street and um, make some commitments as well as requests, yet I'm still flawed, and I'm still probably going to fuck it up, and you know what, if they have, if it's turning into insanity, if the same thing's happening again, if we choose to be with that person, then at what solution is there to actually get those needs and requests met because it's not to compromise <laughs> so how do we fill ourselves up it's being fucking holy <laughs> my constant desire is to have that um <sighs> deep, uh, that deep, dark hole within myself, that black hole it could feel like, feel filled with something outside of myself. 
Um, I come from a life of uh, trying to do that. If you can imagine, addiction has been a thing. If you can imagine, any sort of vice has been a thing. Uh, my ability to stay in my body, my that has been my learning for my entire life. And how to know that that black hole within me is also whole. Hmm. <laughs> uh, my constant desire and quest, and I've been told by um, a messenger, we shall say. And I think it's the quest of all healers and, you know, people of depth is how to stay in neutrality. It's not in, you know, the uh, shallows. Like, to just be neutral and to see the highs, the light, the uh, nirvana, the um, ecstaticness, ecstasy of life, be able to partake in that, and also being able to see all of the pain and despair and feel the oppression and trauma and all of the things we carry in our shadows and and how to how to have both happen and not to not to avoid it but rather just to sit with it to sit between it to have to have each hand in each thing and so um I guess that is what is being holy how interesting this is all just coming to light uh so when it comes to holy we just got to go ahead and break down that spiritual um Landmine, we'll call it. We call a lot of things landmines, but this is one of those. This is one of the things you don't bring to the dinner table, meaning uh, it's hard to talk about. So when it comes to spirituality, I, I just want to go ahead and say um, I do consider myself, um, I have claimed and I have declared a spiritual mentor, a spiritual teacher. And I am by no means know all of the rituals and all of all of the history and all of the ancestors and um, all of the gods, all the goddesses, all the religions, I don't, all the customs, all the culture. No. <laughs> but I like to say that I'm a practitioner of being spiritual. And what I like, uh, what I like to teach, what I like to guide, what I like to, to support in is uh, having people be spiritual, which is really just being human, like living in our body, being present, um, being connected to something bigger than us, being open. So um, there's a couple of, of ways in which we can look at um, the things that we put into the, into the earthy bowl, right? Because when we look at really hard things, like, why did that happen if we're going to say everything's holy? Why did that really traumatic event happen? Why why did all of this uh, destruction happen? And why has there been so many killings? And why has humanity not been able to get along, you know? Um, I'm not here to say that we are all responsible and that we deserve it <laughs> at all. 
and um, I'm not here to say that there's some all higher being like putting it in front of you uh, to cause pain. I am saying that everything is divinely orchestrated for us to go through for some reason. And that is what is holy about um, everything and everyone. So there's a couple of ways in which we can really look at um, to holy, you know, words that I, I say, you know, um, divinity being sacred, um, being connected to, to, I'll just say God to keep it simple. <laughs> um, but there's also, if you were to believe in karma or soul's purpose, um, even chance and luck, that is like something bigger than us. And there also um, is like a sick, <laughs> I called it sick. Well, I claimed it sick. Okay, here we go. I guess I had some judgment in that. <laughs> Just going to breathe that off real quick. Because people who believe this and if they work hard and if they really, really work hard and they believe that they are their results and they are their experiences and they are what happened to them, then they will stay in the victim mentality and they will constantly be trying really hard to gain their power back but constantly be doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And I say they, I also say I. I believe that we all are doing that in some way. That we are a result, we are our action. Something that happened to us has affected us. Some way, some makeup that we have is the way that we are. That we are unchangeable. All of the stuff, the rigidness of experience, of having a history, and then looking to the history, and not being able to think anything other. Just thinking that the history is going to keep happening. It's like you're turning around, but you're just walking straight back into it. When I say you, I say I. <laughs> I think we all do that. Another thing that we, we can turn to, and, you know, it is, um, there's trust. When I think of spirituality, I think of holiness. I, I think of divine trust. And if you are a scientific, logical person in facts and science and genetics and history and science, I said science already. I can't think of anything else. Uh, theory psychology, how structures are made, how culture should happen, right? It can, it can go from science to it just bloodstreams down into the culture that we've been raised in as part of spirituality. We trust it. We've been raised in it. It's crafted us. I'm one of those people that has been in resistance to being crafted. <laughs> And the times that I have been crafted and all the, all the things that have made me feel oppressed or pushed down in some way um, ends up being me in complete rage later on. <laughs> Constantly breaking all of the layers to reveal, oh, I just didn't really feel seen. <laughs> kind of like what just happened that has me be in this forest right now. That has me record this to you. So I thank and I honor my rage. For it is holy. Okay, so those are the two sides of holy and holy. And that's what I claim to be the holy culturist. 
So the original idea I was going to bring forward was going to be intimacy. I was going to place it in the center and, and do a whole piece and a dialogue and everything else and have a complete structure so that those of you who are interested would be able to reach out and know the structure that it exists in. And when I started to think about that, I was like, well, you're kind of being rigid. I just did this meditation with myself and it was guided, um, it was a guided meditation by a sister and, um, she will, uh, be in the Holy School. So if you want to do something like this, you should just go over there and be a member. <laughs> Launch July 9th. I don't know what time you're listening to it, uh, to this, but divine time to go Google it in some way. But, um. I was just guided in a meditation to like what is happening in the stars and the planets and the and the tides, um, and how it is affecting and pulling out pieces of me that I get to be in relationship with. It's probably why I'm sitting in the forest right now. She's like, well, things are literally breaking, and I literally felt something break, and I got so sad. Um, between my beloved and I, and uh, just to say say the piece that I don't think I've said yet, um, I'm going to call my beloved babe, and the fact that he's letting me, well, it's not a let, the fact that um, there is enough permission for me to speak as my tongue speaks so honestly, um, to let my voice be captured and be heard by people that he may or may not know. Uh, it's a risky, it's a risky thing to love a woman like me and have me be up to so many things and so connected with so many people. And of course, the ripple effect of, you know, he comes with me. He's a part of me. Part of my home is with him. And so, babe, I thank you. I love you. I honor you. And uh, maybe you'll listen to this in your giggles about how stupid the fight was that brought us here. And just so I go ahead and lay out all the shame, I was passionately trying to prove the point of I care about something, so I feel protective. <laughs> so please let me feel protected. So I dragged out his most precious possession. <laughs> which is the stand of all of his fishing poles <laughs> and placed it on our front deck. <laughs> Cried a little bit. <laughs> Left it there for a little bit. Went in my she shed. Thought about it and brought it back in. <laughs> that was yesterday. A lot of ups and downs and not being able to meet has happened since then because I feel protective. And he feels defensive. And in that there is holiness because when we are actually connected and feel protected and we are together in the same bubble, I think that anything is possible in this world. But if I don't feel protected, I have to write I am safe on my knee. Because I come with a package of history that tells me otherwise. It tells me to lock up my heart. It told me to give up on this thing. 
If I claim the holy culturist and while I do, I bring babe with me and I I do it for us. And I don't just do it for us, but I do it for you if you're listening. I do it for whoever you are connected to with whatever you take from these podcasts um, and however you integrate them. Uh, let it be known that to everything I bring, I want to bring as simple um, a simple and digestible content for you to be able to put into practice. Um, let it be known that um, I find that I say let it be known a lot. I'm going to try to stop saying that so much in my future podcasts. <laughs> so how would I say that sentence another way? Hmm. I don't even remember what the thought was. Whatever I bring to this podcast, I bring from experience and I also bring from my connection to others. I am what I claim a sacred economist, to give and receive without expectation. It happens in a bunch of ways and probably some of you who are listening to this are doing it. <laughs> and I hope if you are listening and I hope if you're not. Um, I will ask permission to be able to name drop, but a lot of these people that have really supported me in being able to neutralize, um, myself, clean myself out, to be able to do as much shadow work as I do and to be able to continue to transform to the degree in which literally my body and my face and my aura and my senses and my clothes and my art and everything just transforms as I continue to grow. Even the messages and the distinctions and where I find myself um, feeling called, um, it's seasonal, it's ever-changing, it's everlasting. And it comes because I have a really solid group of people that I am in connection with. And I am also calling for, I'm a tribe builder, like anyone who feels called to be in contribution to taking apart what it means to be human, um, all of the pieces, the dirty shit, the great shit, the all the shit, like everything in between and coming up with really simple, non-fancy things that can support everyone that can listen to this. I want to just neutralize and uh, not be grandiose and also say that like there's some really big messengers out there that use certain language that I just it's hard to listen to and so I want to be able to use the type of language that can be heard by all meaning that if you don't know astrology or chakras or anything else that you can still exist in this conversation because to be honest I am a beginner in those fields what I am advanced in, if I were to say advanced, is listening to whatever's coming to me. From continuing to try and practice to be a practitioner of being holy. So join me, however you wish. PookieTeaches.com is my website. Pookie Pookie underscore is the Instagram the Holy School is the, um, the virtual community, the school, the study um, for the wholeness of humanity. And if you w wish to be on this podcast in any way, please reach out. 
my email is hello at pokeyart.com and uh, I'm always here to converse before I end this podcast I'll go ahead and um, end it with a prayer <clears throat> again if you can um, if you can join me do if you wish for me to speak for you let me if you wish to do your own thing amazing and if you wish to send me something in response please I would love it with all my heart mm, I'll begin with gratitude for you the ears that are listening and how those ears are connected to that heart of yours I thank it I hug it I intend for my breath to let your veins pulse with more passion and purpose. To let my chest open. For our eyes to have a peripheral, for other perspective, to be able to see, to be compassionate. The ability to be connected to the heavens and to believe in them as well as um, the hells and everything in between. To believe in something bigger than us in some way, some fashion. Whatever you believe in, I thank it. I thank your history for it got you to where you are right now. I thank whatever mentors you've had, whatever teachers you've had, lovers, whatever you currently do have. I also thank all the troubles and the obstacles and the hardships. Within knowing that you have everything that you need, as much as I know it sucks sometimes. And for some way, for some reason, which you get to make the meaning of, those have happened, and it is happening, and it will continue to happen. For we are holy. I think all the guides and all the elders, I think the breath. I thank the air, I thank the ground that holds us. I thank the tears that have shed today, the laughs that have been bubbled up, the truths that have been shared. I honor the destruction, knowing that creation must also happen. All with the prayer that we keep to rise, that we never give up. They always come back to self, that we always come back to true, that we always let our spine straighten. That we wake up every day and let it be a new day. That we turn to those that we love and we tell them we love them no matter what. That we let ourselves let go of resentment and rage, sorrow and despair. That we never let go of whatever light is to us, whatever gold is to us, whatever love is to us, 
to whatever spirit is there. Listen to the speech or directions and breathe those ways. East. West. South. North. And right here. Let this moment be brief then. Its holiness. Let it be praised and let it be forgiven. Oh.